Hi guys and welcome. This is Evita with Flying Blind Podcast where I talk about how I'm 36 and have no idea what the F I am doing with my life. Here you'll join me on my journey in figuring things out and on helping you feel good about your own unique journey. My hope is for all of us to feel inspired to get out there and fly. Thank you for joining me and today I want to tell you another story. Ever since I have been on this journey of trying to find myself and getting to discover more about myself, I have been doing a whole lot of traveling. I've been doing a lot of this traveling and a lot of spontaneous trips with um, sometimes by myself, but for the most part with friends, family, and I actually have had a lot of wonderful opportunities to travel with my parents. It's been really great because it's really helped me develop a better relationship with my parents, and I've really gotten to get to know them a lot better. But one of these uh, spontaneous trips that I decided to take with my parents was actually one of their trips, and actually we kind of play around and say that uh, I'm their third wheel and I will probably forever be their third wheel, which I don't mind at all. But one of these trips actually was one that they had planned and I spontaneously decided to join them. And uh, this trip was actually to New York. Everybody in my family uh, is very much into the arts and one of the art forms that all of us enjoy is theater. One of the plays that actually are musicals that my mom had wanted to see is Kinky Boots. And my dad actually bought tickets for the three of us to go. So they decided to go. I joined them. And I did have some work things to do. So I decided to join them. I believe a day or two after they had already been to New York. But it was, you know, a, a good opportunity for them to go and to do some sightseeing. I've been to New York a little bit um, more frequently than they have. So I've had the wonderful opportunity of going to Central Park and the Met and, you know, the Empire State Building. I've seen the Statue of Liberty and there are just a lot of things that I have really been fortunate to do and they hadn't done yet. So they did take that time to go and do some sightseeing before I could join them. So the musical was going to be playing on a Saturday evening and because I had some prior commitments, I actually was going to just take a super quick trip over there and the plan was to leave Saturday morning, join them, get there literally maybe an hour or two before the play, grab some dinner, go see the musical. The next day maybe see a couple of sites, maybe go to the Met, maybe do a couple of things and then head back together on Sunday evening. So I literally had the plan of being in New York for literally 24 hours. So like usual, you know, I got ready for my trip got dropped off at the airport. Um, So Saturday morning, I got to the airport. I actually got there a little bit early. I like to be at the airport a little bit early because I really, really, really dislike rushing, especially at the airport. It's just super stressful. So I got to the airport, checked into my flight, got to my terminal, and everything seemed to be okay. I was waiting. And then I got a notification on my phone that my flight had been delayed. Of course, you know, when something like that happens, you do get a little bit worried. And I was a little bit concerned because I did have a layover in, um, oh man, I can't remember. I want to say it was in Minnesota, but I did have a layover. So I was a little bit concerned that this delay would possibly make me miss my connecting flight that would take me to New York. I was trying to not stress about it. I was trying to just be positive and 
We finally got on the plane, probably about 45 minutes late, and that would mean I would only have about 15 or 20 minutes to reach my second flight. Again, I don't remember exactly where my layover was, but my other concern was not knowing the other airport and not knowing exactly how close I would be to my other gate that I'd have to run to. I decided to just try to make the best of my flight, just relax, listen to a good podcast, maybe listen to some good music while I was in flight. So as usual, I was trying to enjoy my flight. Uh, got some coffee, was relaxing, listening to my podcast. The crowd on the airplane was, you know, pretty chill. Everything was going good. The pilot had actually gotten, you know, on the intercom and said that he was going to try to get us to our destination a, a little bit quicker and he was going to reroute our flight a little bit so that way we wouldn't be too delayed and so people could get to their connecting flights. So I did feel a little bit better. I felt a little bit more relieved. And everything seemed to be going just fine on this flight until suddenly um, the flight attendants were rushing up and down the aisles and they looked a little bit stressed out and they were running back and forth with a bunch of towels. And I forgot to mention that on this flight I was maybe, actually I was second row from the very, very front. So I was at the very front of the airplane. So I could see a whole lot of movement going on. Um, You know, I could see what they were doing up in front and they were soaking towels and they were running back and forth with the towels and they were uh, running back and forth with bottles of water. And there was just a whole lot of commotion going on. Uh, The passengers seemed to be acting fairly calm but none of us really knew what was going on and we were looking at each other um you know because we were all curious about what all of the commotion was about so at this point I had taken out my earbuds I think as everybody had and also at this point uh, a lot of the flight attendants were actually going through the cabin making sure everybody was okay telling us all everything was going to be fine to please stay calm and None of us still at this point knew what was going on. I happened to be in an aisle seat, so I actually stuck my head in the aisle and turned around and saw somebody laying in the center of the airplane on the floor in the aisle. And all I could see were feet. So it was pretty apparent that something had happened. Something had, you know, um, happened with one of the passengers. And, you know, at this point, none of us really knew exactly what was going on. Uh, We, you know, it was pretty evident to us that there was some sort of you know, health issue maybe going on with this passenger. Then one of the flight attendants got on the intercom and asked if there were any medical personnel on the airplane, and a couple of people raised their hands and rushed to the back. Um, Still, all of us were pretty unaware of exactly what was going on, and it was very quiet. It was actually kind of eerie how quiet the plane was, and the energy was just odd and just off, and it was just a little bit... uh, scary and when we come back i'm going to tell you exactly what it is that happened on this really odd plane ride hey everybody this is panchito and mike from the five for five podcast and you're currently listening to flying blind with evita we hope you enjoy it Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good.
I do have to say that this is probably one of the most odd plane rides of my life and I don't think I can ever say that I had one like this. I'm definitely not making light of this plane ride, but it's just truly something out of a movie. Like I mentioned before we went on a break, the last thing that had happened was that, you know, some medical personnel went back to aid with this person that was laying in the center of the plane on the floor. And again, you know, the plane was really quiet. Even though there had been some commotion, everybody was very silent. And I don't think I've ever heard a plane this silent. I mean, you could just really, you know, other than a few faint voices, really all you could hear was the noise that the plane itself was making. It was just so quiet. After a few minutes of this silence, the captain got on the plane. I'm sorry, the captain got on the intercom and announced to us that there had been a passenger on the airplane who was elderly and that he, you know, had begun to feel ill. And, you know, because of that, that is why he was laying on the floor, you know, in the center of the airplane and that he had actually passed away. He had actually passed away in flight. They believe that he had gone into cardiac arrest and I can't even tell you the energy of the entire plane when the captain made this announcement. There was one huge gasp amongst the entire plane and I know I covered my mouth and looking around I think probably 99% of the passengers had the same the exact same reaction that I had and you just when you that's just not something that you ever expect to hear on a flight and again I'm not making any sort of light of the situation and I've actually it's funny because this happened several months ago and this is a story that I haven't actually really told very many people I'm not really sure why I guess maybe because a part of me wants, even though I didn't know them, a part of me wants to be respectful of this man that passed away and the family that was with him on the plane. Part of me wants to respect that. And I also don't want to make light of the situation. And I have noticed that the times I've retold this story, especially if it's, you know, in a social setting, I think because people don't know how to react, a lot of times it could come off comedic. And uh, trust me, in that situation, it was definitely not a comedic situation at all. If anything, the contrary. It was incredibly sad, um, incredibly shocking, and something that actually left a very big impression on me. It just is something that really, when something like that happens, anytime death happens, it really makes you question a lot of things. It really put, throws things in perspective. It really causes you to reflect on how you're living your life and on what your life is, on family, situations, all kinds of things. So after this announcement, um, yeah, the energy just was incredibly still calm. Um, I think just everybody didn't know how to handle the news. And looking back, it actually surprises me how calm everybody was. Had somebody told me this story, if I wasn't in this situation myself, I would probably assume that most people would panic, maybe become hysterical. But people were actually incredibly calm. 
incredibly respectful. And maybe it was because they just didn't know what to do, but that was people's reaction. So after this announcement, uh, they did um, cover up the body with a bunch of blankets and things like that. And I noticed that some of the flight attendants were actually speaking to the couple of people in front of me. I didn't really think too much of it, and the flight attendant uh, actually ended up taking the couple of people in front of me to the area where the flight attendants sit, and they actually ended up sitting up there in the front of the plane and buckled themselves in. I wasn't sure what was going on, but I thought it was a little bit odd. But next thing you know, I look over and a couple of men, uh, I believe one of them was a flight attendant, were actually carrying this deceased man's body down the aisle and actually ended up sitting him right in front of me. Now, now you can see why maybe it sounds why I've avoided telling this story because it might it it sounds like something out of a movie and I guess because I myself didn't know how to handle it the times I've retold this part of the story I laugh and again it's not because it's funny or because I'm trying to make light of the situation in any way shape or form because it's not funny I think I just I still don't know and a lot of times we still don't know how to handle death sometimes anyhow so they sat this deceased man's body in front of me and his on the, on the plane ride, he had his son and daughter with him. And they were older too. I believe the man that had passed away, he was probably in his 90s. He was elderly and ill. And I actually do remember seeing him get on the plane. He was um, he had to get on with assistance, had an oxygen tank, and wasn't in the greatest shape. And at this point, because the man had already deceased, you know, they continued with the flight. At this point, we were over halfway through the flight. So they decided to go ahead and proceed with the flight. So the deceased man and his son were sitting in front of me probably for a good 30 to 45 minutes. And I do have to say it was one of the most odd things that I have probably experienced. And one of the saddest things that I have experienced as well and I have experienced some other death in my life and that's always incredibly sad but nothing can really prepare you for this sort of thing um I mean nothing could ever prepare you for any sort of situation involving death but this was incredibly shocking and even now I have a hard time processing the whole thing and almost seems unreal that this actually happened And when we come back from break, I'm going to tell you my thoughts about this whole thing and tell you about, uh, briefly tell you about the rest of my trip to New York with my family. You're listening to Flying Blind Podcast. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. So when we finally arrived to our destination, the paramedics rushed uh, onto the airplane and they needed to pronounce, you know, the death of this, uh, this man in order to let the rest of us off of the plane. And they went ahead and did that. It was pretty quick. And after that happened, which I do have to say that that was a very odd thing to witness and a very sad thing to witness too, because, you know, his family was there and obviously they were trying to keep it together. And, you know, when you lose somebody, that's really, I'm sure, not the way you want to deal with it. You know, you don't want to deal with paramedics and cops and all kinds of questions when you've just lost somebody that you love. So as soon as they were able to do that, luckily I was, because I was at the front of the plane, I rushed off the plane and I literally ran 
to my connecting flight literally made it as they were closing the doors and I mean I was I was waving my hands around asking them to not you know leave me and I was literally the last person to get on that plane to New York and I cannot tell you how relieved I was to have made it onto that plane and to be getting to my family and to be making it to New York. When I sat on that plane, one of the first things I thought to myself was, thank God I made it. Thank God I'm going to see my family and I need a drink. (laughs) And so a drink I had and I finally did make it to New York. A couple of hours later, I had another little bit of a delay with traffic in New York, which is to be expected. So I wasn't surprised about that. And I finally did make it to New York with about an hour to change and run to the theater with my parents. So this story, which is a very odd one, left a pretty big impression on me. And we always, you know, we always talk about, oh, life is short, you know, YOLO, you only live once, make the best of your time. But really, when something like this happens and you can't escape it, you're on a plane and you've just witnessed something so unexpected like this happen, it really, again, makes, really makes you truly reflect And it really, really made me appreciate my life, my family, my opportunities. And it really made me think about that you really don't know what's going to happen in life. You really don't know what's going to happen when you wake up. You don't know what's going to happen when you walk out the door. You don't know what's going to happen during your day. And in all reality, we only have so much control over what's happened, what's going to happen. And I don't say this to be morbid or to be negative. I say this so that you truly enjoy every moment. And in addition to that, in addition to enjoying every single moment, you also shouldn't leave anything unsaid. You shouldn't ever not tell somebody that you're sorry because you have too much pride or that you love them because you have too much pride. Or, you know, like don't waste the opportunity to say the things that need to be said. Don't waste the opportunity to do the things that you truly want to do. Don't waste those opportunities because life really does go by very quickly and we truly don't know what's going to happen. Again, I'm not, I'm not trying to be morbid, but you know, it could be the last time that you see somebody or talk to somebody. You just don't know. So it's not worth it to stay angry. It's not worth it to be mad or angry or resentful or any of those negative feelings. Forgive. Do the things that you've always wanted to do. Say the things that you've always wanted to say because you don't know when it's going to be the last opportunity to do those things and you don't want to ever have regrets. You don't want to, you know, have any moments of, oh, I should have done this or, oh, I should have said that. That is truly the worst feeling in the world. And that is one of those things that I was actually really thinking about when I was on that airplane sitting behind that man and his poor son that had just lost his father. I couldn't help but think, you know, like I really hope that they got to say to each other what they wanted to say to each other because I know for a fact that they did not get on that plane expecting for that to happen. None of us expected that and that was a really huge lesson for me and I really hope for the rest of the passengers on that airplane. 
Today's story wasn't to be a downer or to be sad. I just want to remind all of you to live the life that you want to live and to do the things that you want to do, to work on the relationships that you want to work on, to get out there and live all of your dreams and fantasies because life is short and you never know what life is going to bring to you. With that being said, I wanted to share a quote with you by Viggo Mortensen. I hope I said that correctly. But the quote says, Life is short, and the older you get, the more you feel it. Indeed, the shorter it is. People lose their capacity to walk, run, travel, think, and experience life. I realize how important it is to use the time that we have. And that is exactly what I encourage you all to do. Go out there, use the time that you have to live your best life. Thank you so much for joining me today and taking the time to listen to me on this episode of Flying Blind. You can find me at Evita Carrasco, that's E-V-I-T-A-C-A-R-R-A-Z-C-O on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. I hope you join me on the next episode of Flying Blind Podcast. And until next time, stay blessed and stay positive. Positive.